Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. This is day five of season 93. Our first question asks about uh, the movie adaptation of a novel that inserted a lot of uh, female love interest plot lines uh, to apparently kind of a weird effect. So uh, I keyed in on first film adaptation in 1926. I thought, okay, this is probably a movie that has been made a lot. Sure. It's been the story that has been adapted a lot. And then it also said it gave the story's main, parentheses, human character. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, so there's a character that's not, that is notably inhuman. And those two things together led me to Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've read Frankenstein. But it was a long time ago. I don't really remember anything about a, an amputation. So maybe that was in like this, this the, the movie version. Hmm. And I, I didn't think to connect like, you know, there's probably one in the original story. Um, and I just didn't, I didn't remember whether there were any particular female characters in the original story. I thought maybe that was why they eventually made the Bride of Frankenstein, you know. Um, but I, I just couldn't get away from that. I tried thinking of other 19th century novels and just never, never landed on uh, anything but Frankenstein as something that was plausibly bereft of women and that had been made into at least one film. Mm. So I went with Frankenstein. Yeah, I had, I, that's a totally reasonable thought process. And I had a similarly highly reasonable one. Um, but the title that occurred to me was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Because I thought, you know, there's the main human characters, of course, Dr. Jekyll, and maybe they put in this whole uh, love plot in there to kind of make it make more sense. I mean, I I don't know that, that, that I haven't read the novel. I don't think I've appreciably seen the entire film other than snippets of the, the transformation that happens in the, the black and white, you know, initial version of it. Um, but I thought that sounds like it could be um you know plausibly something that was kind of amped up for the film and um you know you've got sort of a a human character and a monster character and um you know even if if one derives from the other i think i you know in retrospect i realized that i glided over the fact that an amputation is not you know part of that Mm-hmm. uh plot line it's you know I, I somehow tried to shoehorn it into like something that was some surgical thing that was done to turn Jekyll into Hyde but I think it was a potion that that he created instead mm-hmm. um in any case uh I ended up putting down Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because nothing else really came to mind it was Moby Dick okay sure which I've also read, and which I, I haven't feel, actually. Feel I... foolish about not getting the amputation quote, mm. but but I've never seen. I don't think any movie version. I certainly haven't seen the 1926 movie version of it. So it just never. It, I, I I feel as though I couldn't fathom inserting a female <laughs> character into Moby Dick. Yeah. In, in that way, so maybe that was why I just didn't. <laughs> 
didn't even conceive of that being a possibility. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like uh, it's been... Well, see, I don't know if there have been other early adaptations of it that I, of course, also wouldn't have seen. Um, I, I feel like there was one in our our lifetime, like in the 80s or 90s or something that... And maybe it was even a TV, you know, made-for-TV kind of thing. Um, but in any case, I, um, I sort of feel like this is Thurston's way of just sidling up to us and going get a load of this yeah oh yeah 100 yeah <laughs> you know that the first film version of moby dick just has this weird love plot line to motivate things yeah um you know as, as one of our friends said when we discussed it it's just like you know how is just man is angry at god not enough of a plot line <laughs> for it um but in 1926 i guess they they needed to really just hammer some stuff home i guess i don't know question two asks us what image hosting service owned by yahoo was disemboweled right uh much like tumblr scribd grinder twitter or the original version with no vowels um and so i gleefully thought oh image hosting that's imager i-m-g-u-r oh um and just thought sure that could they have been owned by yahoo yeah why not why would i even question that that could be the case um or think of anyone else who could have been that or or reread the dates to examine when it actually came into existence or anything like that i was just like sure imager is a great version of this and uh that's what i'm going to put down uh, whereas i immediately thought of Flickr. the sure the correct which, answer, which yeah, which, spoiler, which which I think of less as an image hosting service and more of a photo hosting service. Like, True. I think Imager, I think memes. Sure. I, I I think Flickr. I think of, you know, here here are photos of my baby. I will put them on this part of the internet so my parents mm -hmm. can see them and things like that. Right. But yeah, so I, I said Flickr. And there's a the correct answer, of course. Whew. Question three asks us. Uh, what innovation or abomination was adopted uh, across the league uh, in the MLB in 2022? I'm trying not to interrupt you for comic effect as much these days, mm. uh, which is why I did not stop you after you said or abomination to say, I literally thought while I was reading this question, <laughs> as soon as what innovation or abomination to some, I actually literally thought, oh, designated hitter, right? Yeah. And then I saw, oh, oh my God, they are actually asking about a baseball <laughs> thing. Yep. Yep. This is the DH. Mm -hmm. This is a thing. So that's what I went with. I said the designated hitter. Yeah. This is one that is so weird to me because the designated hitter itself is kind of an odd phenomenon like that you would substitute in a player you know for someone who's already in the game to just like do a different task that they don't care for as much i, I don't know <laughs> uh it's it's always struck me as a weird thing and i thought i always thought over the years if anything it would have made more sense to me for um the american league to go over and not have a designated hitter um but yeah i i thought of that immediately as well and you know couldn't imagine what else in the world it could be um that could be you know a, a such a notable change in play of baseball um 
And it's interesting because, you know, I had not realized it was introduced in 1973, the year that we were born. And so obviously, like, it's been our whole lives that, you know, it's, I I think I assumed that there was always Mm -hmm. a a designated hitter. Yep. Um, And for all I know, there was. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, the fact that it was incorporated across the rest of the league this year is just kind of mind boggling to me, like they they went well yep that's that's just a great idea for just the whole league to do it's always been weird that the two parts of the league didn't do it didn't both do the same mm-hmm. thing yeah um but yeah the, you know happily this is one sort of game sport thing that i i am aware of um you know having grown up watching and listening to baseball and stuff and fallen away from it but i i couldn't imagine what else this could be besides the designated hitter and that was correct indeed uh yeah it was it was originally it was introduced in only one of the leagues uh, because they wanted to see whether it would work whether it would play sure and it only took them 49 years huh? yeah yeah yes. okay they they they've it there was there was always just this very uh visceral reaction to it mm-hmm. amongst all kinds of fans. And of course it, it almost immediately sorted out such that uh, the, uh, the fans in, uh, in the league that had the designated hitter, of course felt that it was just natural and perfectly reasonable. And mm. everybody else was like, <laughs> no, you guys are idiots. Right. But yeah. Question four asks us what angry young man of Bollywood was introduced in the film Zanjir, also in 1973. Yeah, and this is one where um, I think this person died recently. Um, I I could be wrong, but of course, having, you know, being 50 years out from the kind of kickoff of his career would kind of make sense. Mm -hmm. That that'd be a person of the age um, that, you know, they might be uh, elderly a bit by now. Um, and I, I, I knew I'd read about this one. They'd come across the RSS reader, um, you know, generally through BBC news. Um, and I could not think of it. I, I ended up putting down Khan after trying to pry different, you know, just Indian names out of my head, but it's, you know, it, I couldn't think of a better possible one than that. Um, and so I, that's it, really. I, <laughs> it's one that I, I really wished I'd committed to memory and just hadn't, and so more's the pity. Uh, yeah, I, I I just remember that there's a bunch of very big cons in Bollywood, mm-hmm. and so I said con. Yeah. Even, even though I, I pretty much knew that if it were one of those cons, then it probably presumably would have asked for a more precise answer or given a first name or something like that such that you know just to so you so you didn't just say you know jones that sort of thing yeah the, uh, but the Indian I, Lucky Johnson. I was never going to come to the actual answer so i just went with khan yeah the correct answer is amitav bachan uh, i don't know if it's bachan or bachan I, no I have not heard it pronounced no. aloud um, but I definitely, I did recognize it as soon as I saw oh, it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, of course. Yep. Well, or not of course, but yes, I, mm-hmm. I do. In fact, uh, I've, I've read about that name. Yep. 
Anyway, um, question five asks us, what kind of arthropods produce royal jelly? This is bees. Yeah. I, I read it a couple times looking for the trick, but mm-hmm. this is bees. Royal yeah. jelly, they feed it to the queen. Uh, yeah, so it's bees. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. Yeah. It's bees. And that was correct. Yep. Really had to really had to f- uh, fight myself on whether this or the designated hitter was going to be my zero for the day. Yeah, it was. Uh, I finally went with the DH score. because both of my opponents had a much higher game sport than I guess this is technically science. I don't know, probably lifestyle. But you know, for one of mine, they had such a high literature and film score that I, mm. I put this. I put the Moby Dick question as Reasonable. a zero. Reasonable. Um, and then. Uh, and then someone had, the other opponent had, their top question was, or the top category was math. Mm. So. Which leads us to six. Yes. Which asks us, what shape has a surface area expressed as four pi r squared? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is uh, just thinking of formulas related to circular objects have pi in them is kind of the mm-hmm. the essence of this one. And. Pi r squared is what the area of a circle. Mm-hmm. Two pi r is the circumference, mm-hmm. um, and so it, you know four pi r squared is I don't know the integral of one of these things that basically is the the surface area of a sphere okay. as opposed yeah. to you know one of those other measurements of of a flat circular thing. Here's your three D circular thing, um, and not that I, if the question had been, give the formula for a surface area of a sphere, I would have been absolutely hooped. Oh, yeah. Um, but happily it was not. So I, you know, I try to consider whether the, it was anything other than this because I just, I don't know this one cold or anything. Um, but I really thought, no, I'm, I'm pretty certain that if you got pi r in there, it's about something circular and... If you're looking at the surface area of something, a circular thing with a surface area is a sphere. So that's what I put down. Yep. All very reasonable, very logical. Um, I try. Yeah. I just, I saw this and thought, I feel like four uh, appears in spheres for some reason. Uh, And then I thought about all the other things it could be and kind of went through the same logic as you. Pi means it's something round. Almost, yep. a, almost assuredly. Uh, circles don't have surface areas. Right. They have areas, but not surface areas. Uh, if it were anything beyond a sphere, more complicated than a sphere, the, the equation would not be this simple. The expression right. would be much different. You'd think. Um, and, and so I, I, try, I kind of tried to convince myself it wouldn't be this. And then I, I was thinking <laughs> of like cones and cylinders. and I thought, No, because uh-huh. those are all dependent on height. The a right. sphere yeah, has one measurement. It mm-hmm. has its radius. That is yeah, all that's it has. Right. That's a good point. Anything else is going to have more than one ra- uh, measurement to it. Yep. Uh, so I, I was fairly certain that it was sphere, and then I got to thinking, like, what's the what's the formula for the for the volume of a sphere? And for some reason, I'm I feel like it's four thirds pi r cubed. It's got, I think it's got to have a cube in there at the yeah. very least, yeah. And, and then that made me think of, okay, well, the, well, that means that the derivative of that, or the, or the, you know, the, the integral, the anti-integral, or the, 
one of those. Derivative, yeah. Four thirds, and then you, you take the cubed and you multiply it by that, and that's four, and then you reduce it by one, and that's two, yeah. and that's four. So, oh, okay, yeah. So those two fit together. And, and I don't know why I'm so certain that four thirds by r cubed is the volume of a sphere, but that that thing stuck in my brain from the three or four times I've had to take calc. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's uh, let's say sphere here. Let's go with it. And that was the correct answer. That only got me three on the day, which I don't love. Mm, I had four. That's really fine. thought I had five there at least. I, I was I clicked on submit being pretty sure of five and was pretty mad that the first two which i was confident in uh were not particularly close reasonable so well Well, go into the weekend we'll recharge Mm -hmm. we'll be more ready for next week well yeah and i i can't discount that you know these these questions might have been pretty difficult for other people too so um yeah that's that's really all i've i've got going for me (laughs) (laughs) but that's it for today tune in on tuesday for more post-game analysis and remember don't forfeit don't cheat